Hey y'all, welcome to Wins, Grins, and Sins with Pixar Mom Jen. We're going to be talking about the wins. That's my serious side. The grins, y'all know I love to be silly. And the sins, I don't talk too much about my naughty side. So make sure you can handle grown folks' conversation. And let's get ready to have some fun. And today is your lucky day because you may get to see all three sides of Pixar Mom, the serious, silly, and the naughty side, because I'm going to be answering all your burning questions, and I'm sure at some point it's going to get silly, and it's going to get naughty, and it's going to be serious. So I recently did a poll or a question, uh, the question feature on Instagram for you to ask me your burning questions. And I had quite a bit, but for this episode, I'm only going to pick 10. And I was asking you to be serious. I was very surprised. I got a lot of serious questions this time and some not so serious, of course, but I am picking my top 10 questions to answer on this very first episode. Question number one, let's get right to it. I thought this was a great question. As a mother and social media influencer, do you feel like there's a thin line or not? And I thought this was a great question because I think there's a lot of mothers out there, a lot of women out there that maybe don't post on social media because of what they think this thin line is and maybe what they think their family thinks this thin line is. But my answer is and my mindset to this is I'm a grown woman. My kids are also grown, grown individuals. And they are capable of processing their emotions. They're capable of having a conversation. And we are capable of, of talking things out if, if I feel like there's a need to talk something out. My thin line, for example, I guess the answer to this is yes. My thin line is, you know, sex scenes. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do them. And maybe this is going to require a part two because this is my first podcast. And I don't know how much time I have to answer questions. So... I hope that answered you. (laughs) I'm back for part two to question number one, mainly because this is my podcast and I love that I have more time to discuss things than the time that Instagram gives you uh, to answer questions like this. But part two, I'm going to dig deeper into that sex scene. That's not something that I would want my kids to come across on anywhere, anywhere. If I were in a relationship and it were something more concrete, but me just having boy-girl scenes, girl-girl scenes out there like crazy just for money, just, no, I don't want my kids seeing it. That's my fine line. That's not society's fine line for me. That's my own fine line. And I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid, pretty solid on that one. Question number two. What inspired you to cultivate a social media presence at this stage? Now, I'm assuming that you meant like at this stage in my life, meaning I'm a 49-year-old woman. And um, I don't mean that like you meant something bad about my age, but that I'm assuming that that's what you meant. This stage in my life as almost a 50-year-old woman. So I'm going to answer it that way. <laughs> I have been on social media for uh, quite a while. I've had Facebook, Instagram for many, many, many years. I absolutely refused, I'm talking refused, to download TikTok for the longest time. And when I finally did, 
I was addicted immediately. Um, I've always kind of liked audiences. I love performing. I love, I guess you can say I love attention. I mean, that's okay with me. <laughs> I guess you can say that. But I've, I've been involved in social media, but my social media actually didn't start taking off and stood up until I started acting silly and dancing in my kitchen when I moved to Florida. That's when I started recording TikToks. But before that, I was recording nutrition information, which, you know, it was gaining some some following, but it didn't take off quite as fast as as the dancing and other things. There's going to be a part two to this too, so I'll continue. Part two about um, the question was, what inspired me to cultivate a social media presence at this stage? And I talked about the n nutrition. I was doing fitness and nutrition. I, I was posting meal preps. I have a YouTube channel. I have, I've been involved in social media for a while, but like I said, things didn't start popping off until I started dancing in the kitchen. And you don't know how long and how many times I thought, what in the world am I doing? This was just in the thinking about posting that very first dancing video. What you, you cannot, you can only imagine like all of the thoughts that were going through my head. I was four, I think 40, I don't know, 47, 48 at the time that I posted my first dance video. And I thought, what in the world are people going to think about you, honey child? You're almost a 50 year old woman. You don't deserve to be. I mean, I told myself all kinds of stuff. So I mainly wanted to continue on with this part two to say that, you know, if you enjoy doing something, just fucking do it just do it. And if you want to post it, just post it. Okay. Because I am literally having the most fun that I've ever had in my entire life because I feel like I have a big audience and I don't even have to leave my home. I mean, the fun. So to answer your question, it's fun. I'm having a blast and I love it. <laughs> question number three, what is your biggest turn on? Whew, without question, without hesitation, a man that does what he says he's going to do. If you tell me you're going to take out the trash, then take out the trash. If you tell me you're going to call me today, then call me today. If you tell me you're going to rub my feet tonight, then rub my feet tonight. If you tell me you're going to do this, then do it, okay? Trust me, I am not the type to remind you. I will not ask you. If you tell me you're going to do something, then I believe you're going to do it. And when you're a man of your word, honey, oh my God. Okay, that's number one. Part two, two, what is my biggest turn on? And these are in no particular order, but another big turn on of mine is when a man takes care of himself. I am or have been involved in fitness for you know 20 plus years I would like to think that I take pretty good care of myself and I would want my partner to to do the same that would be a turn on to be able to work out with my partner to get sweaty with my partner to do naughty things after our workouts that that would definitely be a turn on you got to take care of yourself question number Four, if I had to rebrand rebrand to another type of content, what would it be? I feel like that's a pretty easy one. Uh, it would definitely have something to do with cooking and marijuana. 
<laughs> not necessarily cooking with marijuana, but you know how Snoop Dogg has a has a cookbook. I would have a cooking show. Somehow, some way, it would involve marijuana and cooking, because I don't see marijuana leaving my life anytime soon, and I love to be in the kitchen cooking. Question number five: What's your secret of success on Fansly? For starters, <laughs> I honestly don't consider myself successful on Fansly yet. I don't. I don't know how you gauge success over there. Uh, mine's kind of on subscribers and um, obviously money, but um, I'm still learning. I'm still learning uh, all the features of Fansly. It has a lot more features than OnlyFans. It's a lot more. I wouldn't say difficult, but just more in depth. There's a lot more to learn. So, and, and I'm still learning. Um, but I would say just posting consistently. And if you're not able to post consistently, then absolutely positively use the, um, what do you call it? The feature where you can post later, you know, the advanced option where you can schedule your post. I don't know why that word was so hard for me to come by just now, but definitely, most definitely use that schedule, schedule to post feature. You know, you can schedule your post up to three months out if you want. Um, but I would just say, just keep going. Consistency. Keep, keep posting and post several times a week. Question number six. What's your goals personally for the next year? My personal goal right now, it's actually like it's a financial goal. It's a big financial goal. And that is to generate as much residual income as I possibly can. I want to make as much money as I possibly can while I am snoozing and having the best dreams. I want to wake up and know that I made money while I slept last night. That's my goal for the next year, to generate as much residual income as I possibly can. Question number seven, what's your biggest positive from posting on here? Mine is more confidence in ladies like you. Thank you. I love that question. I love that comment. Thank you so much. My biggest positive on here is literally just having fun. It is having fun. I can't think of anything else I'm doing in life right now that is as fun as this. I don't know if some people are probably going to think that's pathetic, pitiful, sad, but you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> I have the best time making dance videos. I I love to be creative. I love letting my creative juices flow and then be able to like put the videos out on social media and to see people enjoy it, to see people, other people um, get some kind of joy, some kind of laughter. Um, and yes, the confidence I have built, I think my confidence now today has a lot to do with me putting myself out there. Now you do have to have thick skin. 
which I do have some very thick skin, but definitely the biggest positive is just, it's just having the best time, just having some genuine, genuine fun. Question number eight, you're from the South. So what is your favorite dish to make? It's probably not what you think. It's not a Southern dish. My favorite dish to make is actually spaghetti. And I think I make some pretty damn good spaghetti because it's very meaty. If you're a meat lover like myself, you would love my spaghetti. Now, when my kids were growing up, my favorite thing to make, I, I was probably the more traditional Southern cook when my kids were younger, when I was cooking for the whole family. But my favorite thing to make back then was country fried steak and uh, chicken casserole. Those were some of the two easiest things that kind of everybody would eat or was their favorite. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I could still make a mean country fried steak. Question number nine. I think this might get a little deep, a little personal, <laughs> but I'm going to be honest. If you could tell your past self one thing, what would it be? And that would be, Jen, don't think that you can tell your parents this deep, dark secret you have and think that they're going to understand and things are going to be all hunky-dory. I should have kept that secret to myself because that could have possibly changed the trajectory of my entire, like the rest of my life. <laughs> I don't know how different things would have been for me if I didn't spill the beans about um, a particular person that I was dating in high school that eventually, you know, got me kicked out and, you know, disowned by the whole family. I would have kept that secret a little while longer and, um, much, much longer. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell that secret. Keep that to yourself. Question number 10. Final question. Why do a lot of older women turn down men under 30? I'm going to give you a serious and mm, direct answer. I can, only an I can only speak for myself. But in my experience, is anybody that's much younger just not on the same level of maturity, level of competence, level of any level that you can think of, it's impossible, absolutely impossible for a 30, we'll just say a, we'll just say a 29 year old man. You said under 30, so we're going to go with 29. It's impossible for a 29 year old man to have near as much life experience as a 50, almost 50 year old woman. And let's say I wasn't 50. Let's say I was 42. It's impossible for a 29-year-old man to have the same type of life experiences, to be in the same place mentally, financially, spiritually, growth, any, any, any way you can think it's impossible to be on the same level. The life experiences, the difference in life experience in those years is, is crazy. And I've done a lot of work to get to where I am emotionally, spiritually, financially, you name it. I've done a lot of work, blood, sweat, and literal tears to get to where I am personal development wise. The last thing I want to do is feel like I'm having to raise someone. 
And I don't mean that in a sense of like raising a child. I'm not calling a 29-year-old a child. As I said, (laughs) it's impossible to be on the same level, same playing field as an older woman. I just don't see it happening. And I would love for the ladies to chime in on this and maybe tell me, tell me your thoughts. Why, why do you refuse to date a younger man? That's, that's my reason. I I don't have the time nor the energy. You know what? It's not so much about the time. It's the energy. I, I don't have the energy to put that responsibility on myself to constantly reassure somebody that's not confident enough to keep up with with my level of security. Um, I don't have the energy to teach a young man how an older lady wants to be treated. I mean, this can go in so many different directions, but it's just all about the level of life experiences. That's, that's my best answer. <laughs> and again, ladies, come on, help me out. <laughs> But uh, I have had fun with this. That was the last question, and I will be taking more questions throughout the week. And we'll be back next Wednesday. Until then, I'll see you all around. All right, guys, that was it. Thank you all so much for your questions. I enjoyed answering them. If you have a question that you would like to ask or if you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss let me know on social media, on Instagram, on PixarMom underscore. And I will see you guys here every Wednesday, every hump day. Wins, grins, and sins. Y'all please subscribe and I will see you next week. Mwah.